If you live in the Tulare or Kings County area in California, listen up. This is going to be for you. Garcia Pest Control is a company owned and operated by none other than my brother. That's right. So if you've got pests and you want to get rid of them, you got maybe a lot of mosquitoes, which I know is a, a big deal right now. You want to get rid of them? Hit them up at 559-631-6361 and call for a free quote. Also, military, law enforcement, and first responders get a discount. So that number again is 559-631-6361. Call for your free quote today. Uh, this ain't part of the ad. I'm just going to put this in here, but I'm really proud of my brother. Like, that, it takes fucking balls to start a company, and I know he's going to do great things. Like, shout out to my older brother, dude. Fuck yeah, that's awesome. There's a reason I'm supporting him, giving him a shout out right now. I'm dead serious. Ads aside, check out his fucking page and get him some exposure, okay? I'm serious. On to the podcast. See, this week I've been really busy. By really busy, I mean not really busy at all. The reason being is because on the weekend I went to Morro Bay. We actually released, um, we actually started recording a uh, video. Me and my girlfriend, by the way. If you guys don't know, when we did the Hawaii trip, my girlfriend was there helping me record. When we did the zoo trip video, my girlfriend was there to help me record as well. This next one, she's also there. She took a video of me directly in a tiny submarine. I don't know. I just thought it was really funny. But look for that later because I'm going to upload it around the same day as I upload the podcast, which is going to be on a Friday. The thing is, when it comes to recording and uploading YouTube videos, it is significantly harder than you think. That's why I do maybe a video a month at most. But having said that, I think I want to talk a little bit about the Morro Bay trip because there was a part of it that I got in the video that it was nice, right? Like it was all funny videos and stuff, but I didn't go into detail enough. And I really think I should because I just want to do due diligence to what I saw. All right. So what the hell am I talking about in the beginning of the podcast? Well, let me put it this way. Very simply, very clearly, I went to Morro Bay, and I went to the Morro Bay Maritime Museum with my girlfriend. While we were there, there was a historian telling us about the story of this tugboat that's outside. And this little tugboat is directly responsible for saving the lives of 38 people who were out in sea and whose ship was sinking. There's a lot of history behind it, right? The reason I didn't do due diligence in the video is because it's mostly for laughs and it's mostly for, you know, chuckles and whatnot. But also, it's more of a... It's like a basic vlog, you know what I mean? It's just... I feel like I could have done it more justice because the, the person who was helping us out and explaining us in detail what happened in this historical event seemed to have a passion for it. And this is my way of honoring that passion because if someone's passionate about something, you respect them for it, you know? You show them the same level of interest that they show the whatever they're talking about. In this case, I feel like the video didn't go into detail enough and I'm gonna do that today. Here's something I didn't know before. This tugboat has a name. I just knew it as the tugboat, okay? Wow, there's actually, there's a lot of stuff on my mic. Excuse the, excuse me pulling stuff off of it. I have no idea why there's so much hair on my microphone. I guess my hair's finally starting to fall out no matter what I do to it. So I guess I'm going to be bald in about a year. Yay. Awesome. Great. My dad's bald. His dad was bald. And it's just going to keep happening. So it is what it is. Anyway, this tugboat's name is Alma. It, uh, it was, you know, your basic standard tugboat. But 
this one stood out for a number of reasons. One, okay, two reasons. Very simple stuff, right? Well, this tugboat, let's see here. Let me pull it. Let me pull up the article because it is very important. On December 23rd, 1941, the Alma went out to the Montebello. This is really big warship, basically, that was actually sunk. And there was a number of people on board. I believe it was 38 people. Let's see here. Yeah, that's right. Uh, 38 people who were on the boat were saved by the tugboat Alma, which what surprised me the most is that it was sunk near the shores of Cambria. And I've been there before. I've been to Cambria. I've been to Morro Bay. I've done. I've been in this area where significant historic events took place during World War II. I had no idea that I was walking on such such interesting ground. I thought it was cool. I thought you people would think it's cool too. Right. Let me correct something. It's actually a Union oil tanker. Um, there's very. It's it's very different than a warship. It's absolutely not a warship. It's just it's a Union oil tanker. The Montebello was a Union oil tanker. I want to clarify that because I don't want to get stuff wrong on this specific topic. Maritime people are very strict about their history. And, you know, that's that's actually pretty cool seeing about it. The Montebello now lies under the water. It's at the bottom of the ocean north of Cambria. And again, I had no idea that I was living so close to... Living so close. I visited so many, you know, historic monuments. It's just... It's interesting to me. Okay, that's about as much as I want to talk about it, but why talk about it? Well, in the video, I go over maybe, I go over this topic for like 10 seconds. That's it. I wanted to give it more time and more respect because I mean, credit where credit is due, 38 people were saved, you know? That's a decent amount of people. And we had the luxury, we had the, the opportunity to actually go near the boat. And I gotta be honest, I don't know how 38 people could fit on this boat. It'd be very cramped, but now that I'm looking closer, they definitely just went inside the boat. So, you know, that just makes sense. But credit where credit is due. Thank you to the Alma for saving 38 people. I'm thanking a boat. A floating vessel. Hey, uh, this is aside from all the stuff that you that you were just hearing about. Uh, this affects me directly uh, because I'm a big fan, or I used to be a big fan, of Bam Margera. Why the fuck did you threaten to smoke crack until you die? Oh, all right. To see his son, Phoenix. I, oh my God, that's, that's, it's pretty messed up. Yeah, so he threatened to smoke crack until he dies unless he sees his son, Phoenix, which is kind of dark. I don't, oh my God. The stuff you see celebrities do online, man. You know what? It's, it's fucked up. Maybe, maybe I don't want to be famous anymore. Don't make me famous, all right? Stop that. Right, I almost forgot. There's a quick update on the drink that I made. It's awful. It's fucking awful. I mean, it tastes like... It doesn't taste like vinegar. It smells like sulfur. And the taste is that of apple juice with all the happiness removed. The reason being is because I did not stabilize the the yeast, the wine yeast. So what we have instead is a very, very high alcohol drink that really should be distilled. It's, it's incredibly powerful smelling. <laughs> oh, I hiccup so bad. I did not drink any. Do not think that. However, I do have a second one coming up. This one inspired by Where's Balaki, who mentioned mead. And I thought, you know what? I'm more than willing to do that. Mead is very easy to do. It's just too easy, you know what I mean? So what I decided to do was spice it up with a little bit of spices from my spice rack. That's a lot of words, spicing. Um, what the fuck? Um, okay, I got cinnamon, right? After I made the basic mead, without actually introducing the yeast yet, 
I got the sugar, I got the water, I got the honey. Here's what I did differently. It's not just honey, okay? Instead of three pounds of honey, I got one pound of honey, organic honey, and two pounds of sugar and molasses, you know, brown sugar. So I got that, and I had that mixed properly, and then before I did, um, before I just put it aside, I toasted a cinnamon stick. I mean, I toasted, right? Crisped it up all over the place, broke it in half, put it inside. This was last week when I started it. This week, I opened it, and I smelled it, and it smells like cinnamon gum. I'm actually kind of excited to try it. I like cinnamon gum. It tastes good. Not the result that I thought. Because I did not think I'd get the cinnamon gum flavor. This tastes like... Well, it doesn't taste like anything. I haven't tried it yet. But I also got a hydrometer in order to to see how much alcohol is going to be in there. Listen closely. It's going to be very, very high alcohol ABV. Uh, but it's also going to be super sweet. So let's see how that works. I'm also going to shelf it. I have, um, I finally got the star sand. I, I got the, the aging bottles. I got everything finally. It cost me quite a penny, but okay. Quite a penny is like, it's like less than a hundred bucks. It's not super expensive to make your own stuff, right? It's just, I seem to be going backwards. I seem to be going back traditional ways, you know, I'm making my own cheese, making my own wine, making my own bread. I'm doing a lot of stuff the old-fashioned way, right? What you would have done during the pandemic, I seem to be doing for fun now. I haven't played as much video games anymore. It's just not appealing to me. I just want to do stuff with my hands the older I get. And I finally understand how my grandpa was when he was in his older age. He had his own shack. He would build things on his own. I, I, I guess it rubbed off on me. Feels nice. Feels really nice. I just saw a meme that reminded me of something that I used to do that bugged the crap out of my family. At some point when you gain consciousness, you just start asking questions, right? Like, over and over again for everything. Insatiable thirst for knowledge, basically, is what it said. It was so funny. It was um, DJ Khaled pointing out a dish saying, this is called what? This is called what? Just over and over again. I did do something similar when I was a kid. I would just keep asking things over and over again for no reason. Insatiable thirst for knowledge, I guess. I guess the thing is, right? Hear me out. I'm 27 now. I'm 26, damn. I'm 26, and that hasn't gone away. I've always been curious. I've always wanted to see how things work. I've always wanted to do things with my hands, and now I'm doing it. I'm no longer just sitting there thinking, yeah, I'll figure it out one day. No, 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 no. If not now, then when? I am going to do things with my hands, and I'm going to figure out on my own how things work. Is it going to be easy? No, but it's going to be worth it, because at the, at the very end, what you'll have is more knowledge because of it. And that's what I'm doing now. That's what I realize. I even got a bread maker at some point and it wasn't, it wasn't that good. I would prefer to make my own bread with my own oven. I forgot to mention something last week, which I'm glad that I saw it. Uh, something was uh, reminding me of it just now. My boy, oh, fuck. hang on, let me open the page. Fuck. My boy Ace, my boy Ace, your dad, he made uh, an Etsy. And if you guys don't know what he makes, he makes pens by hand and they look fucking great. I'm not going to lie. They're really good looking. Honestly, check them out. It's on his store, Con Woodworks, C-O-N-W-O-O-D-W-O-R-K-S. Check them out. It's great stuff, honestly. I love it. There's a reason I love it, though, okay? Let me tell you something right now. You know your boy loves a good piece of wood. <laughs> the harder, the better. <laughs> I'm going to hell. Anyway, yeah, he, he does great work. I'm not going to lie. He, he really handles my wood well. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ace. I had to. <laughs> yeah, check out Ace's shop. It's actually fucking sick. I love it. On it, you better buy something too. Speaking of buying things, we're still partnered with Magic Mind. Be sure to use my promo code MeetWheat20. That's M-E-E-T-W-H-E-A-T-2-0. Okay, go to www.magicmind.co slash meetweetpodcast and get yourself a discount on either a one-time purchase or a subscription. Honestly, I recommend the subscription, but whatever floats your boat, I'd say get the one-time purchase just to give them a shot and then make your mind up after that. But if I were you, you know, if you're like me, you're going to spend your money on these things. It's so good. I love it. Seriously, though, every time you buy stuff from Magic Mind using the promo code, you actually help out the podcast like way, way more than you think. So I've been looking into the contract recently. I've been talking to some people about it. It's going to benefit us greatly. OK, and the podcast is going to skyrocket after that. It's all as always. It's going to be the it's going to be in the what's it called? The link tree in the in, in the description as well as my brother's new company's uh, Facebook page. If you guys got a Facebook, log in and go check them out, all right? It really does help when you look at his page and you click on the link tree. You do anything, interact with the podcast in any way, and it does help us out greatly. Jumping off topic, which there is no topic in this episode, I found this drink, and I thought it was the funniest shit I've ever seen. Mainly because I'm always buying energy drinks, I did not realize that there was the opposite. Did you guys know there's the opposite of an energy drink? It makes you drowsy. It makes you sleepy. And I found it right here. Some sleep. Drink for ZZZs. The original some sleep formula. I don't know what this drink is. I've never tried it, but I'm kind of scared to because the other day, in fact, this morning, I fell asleep at 1 a.m. I woke up at 1 p.m. A 12-hour nap. This is before I even drank the damn thing, so I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm a little scared to put my lips on the thing. Having said that, I did buy the box, so an experiment is required. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come back later to that, maybe next week. But right now, I bought four of them. I bought a box of four of them, and I'm still scared to try it. I'm scared, man. I mean, I already get enough sleep as it is, and this morning I slept for so long my head hurt. In fact, it still kind of does. This is completely random, but as I was talking about that, I got a text in my, in my inbox. Thank you, James. Why is my old boss getting sued um I, I don't know what's going on there but look this week has been all turmoil okay i've just been laying here nothing's happening very very relaxing and then randomly stuff happens it just keeps doing that i don't know why earlier i set a spider on fire don't get me don't get me twisted i don't know why i did that okay actually i, I do know I, I lit a candle and it fucking fell on it it was actually the coolest shit ever it kind of scared me but it is what it is i said i wouldn't burp on the podcast and i keep doing that my apologies. I'm trying to be more polite. I'll at least get away from the mic when I do it. Um, wow. <laughs> okay, there's a thing I want to bring up, right? And I want you guys to know. I want you guys to know right now. There is this video where Mark Rober talks about getting rid of bed bugs with diatomaceous earth. I had never heard of diatomaceous earth. So, naturally, I went out and I bought two bags. Um, eight pounds in total is what I have quite a lot this stuff you have to use a very small amount unfortunately i did not read the directions and i covered my house with it there's there's white powder everywhere and for the first night i didn't have any bug bites or anything there was no bug bites to begin with right i'm just experimenting on my house to see what would happen 
My hopes were that I would kill some mosquitoes with it. It did work. A little too well. My house is now a gravesite for every insect to ever exist. I don't know why I brought that up. It's just the fact that this this stuff is not healthy for you. It's like spraying... It's like spraying... What's the thing? What's the thing? You know those little packets that when you get a new product that says, do not eat? It's like spraying your house in that. So it's not it's not good for you. But it's not it's, it's not going to kill you, you know what I mean? Silica gel. I meant silica gel. <laughs> for some reason that wasn't coming to mind. Think of silica gel, but it's been ground fine enough to the point where it's a very 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 fine powder. I'm talking like powdered sugar powder, okay? But the applicator that I used was very confusing. Like you could put it upside down and it would still work. Little did I know, you're supposed to put it upside down. And the reason that that's so important is because the only way it works is if it's a fine mist. If you have big clumps of it, it doesn't work. As he said in the video, Mark Rober, I tried it myself. I wish you had, you know, I, I bought the exact one that you used in the damn video to kill all those um, bed bugs. I wish you had told me that it's very important to put a fine, fine mist. But like the big chunks that he put were very big. At least as a description, you know, as a display saying, don't do this. Well, I did this, you know what I mean? I did it inside and out of the house to see what would happen. And now, I, I here's the thing I didn't realize. He used it to kill bed bugs. I did not. I don't have bed bugs. Luckily, I, I don't have any... I don't have many bugs to begin with. I do have spiders. Which is strange to me because I thought I would have more cockroaches and stuff. I do have that too. They're just not as abundant. The thing is, where I live, I don't keep food in the house. So, it's, it's a very... It's a big plus. When they have nothing to eat... They don't have a reason to stick around, and there's not much water here either. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm in, I'm in California, so of course there's no water. Having said that, I put the fine powder everywhere, including places where I never go to just in case. And I woke up to a graveyard of dead spiders. I didn't know it worked for spiders, but apparently, reading the back closely, it straight up says, any insect that crawls. The problem is... I didn't buy it for crawling insects. I bought it for mosquitoes. My dumbass didn't realize it wouldn't work for mosquitoes unless they landed and rubbed around on the stuff, which obviously they're not going to do because they're fucking mosquitoes. So, if you're buying diatomaceous earth for mosquitoes, it is not going to work. One thing that first interested me about the diatomaceous earth is Mark Rober went into detail explaining that diatomaceous earth, once it comes into contact with the shell or the chrysalis, catalyst, whatever you want to call it, the outer shell of an insect, you know, because they got their bones outside, it will slowly draw out the moisture from the inside of the creature, or the bug. Why did I call it a creature? I don't know. But what it'll do is it'll zap out all of its moisture from the inside, from the outside. It'll pull it out, basically. And that I found very interesting, because I thought, would it the same apply with salt? Well, no. Surprisingly not. The reason being is... Well, it might. It actually might. There are there are things that are stronger at getting out moisture from meat than salt. To the point where it's harmful to... You know, it's harmful, period. Diatomaceous earth is on par with this other thing that I, that I um, read about some years ago. Where you mix borax and sugar. You know, fine powdered sugar and fine powdered borax. Mix the two together... And you leave it out and bugs will try to eat it, but they will die or they'll just walk over it. Either way, it works with a similar, 
a similar, uh, a similar physical reaction to the insect's uh, outer shell. I just thought that was interesting that it's now just available to buy. But apparently it's always been available to buy, but no one knew about it. Why just now are we learning about this? I don't know. At least we learned about it, you know what I mean? That takes care of bugs that crawl on the ground. How do you get rid of bugs that are flying around in the air? I don't know. But I know my brother does, and you know, he's for hire, so... Hell, I might, I might hit him up myself, I don't know anymore. If you guys are wondering why there's so many mosquitoes, I, I live close enough to the brand new Tulare River that it's fucking annoying. Straight up. Like, not only is it the summer of, you know, bugs, they, they now have a massive mile, several hundred mile long body of water to, to spawn in. Of course they're going to come out in the trillions at this point. I don't know. I couldn't count how many bugs there were around me when I was working by the Tulare Lake. All I could say is at some point I opened the door to a porta potty and there was more bugs in there than there were turds in the toilet. Just a shit ton. Absolutely. Literally in this case. But yeah, it's it's getting it's a pain in the ass. As I'm recording, there's fucking mosquitoes all over me. I just killed one of them. I just farted out of anger. Or it might be my new diet, because I just figured out that this part hurts. This next part hurts, okay? Because I was doing so well on my on my diet, my exercise. I have no idea what happened, but I am now 20 pounds heavier. Great. Awesome. Sweet. I really fluctuate with my weight, don't I? I know what it is. I have a feeling I know what it is. I don't do enough cardio. I stopped doing cardio and I lifted weights. So the I don't know if it's all fat or muscle. I'm going to go with it's fat because I know people usually cope and say, well, muscle weighs more than fat. Not in my case, all right? Jesus, I'm just big. Let's just put it that way. I'm going to start running more, a lot more. You guys better, like, comment stuff, you know? Like, there was that guy who uh, comment, like, would text his friend every morning, fat fuck, until he lost a bunch of weight. So, yeah, message me that. I'm totally fine with it at this point. You know what? Because I am. I'm getting too big. Every time I take a selfie, I can see a second chin, and I'm getting tired of it. Real tired of it. Ah, uh, I'm so tired of it. I don't know what the fuck that noise was. Anyway, this week has been interesting i don't know how to say it i haven't worked all week and i don't like doing that i have a lot of free time so i've been going to the gym as well a lot of arm stuff a lot of my muscles are getting back i thanks to my girlfriend i have a shit ton of protein shakes thank you babe and i'm gonna start a new diet as of today which is the first of the month okay what is that diet the one that used to work for me before when i casually lost 35 pounds didn't even realize i lost 35 pounds didn't realize i've now gained it all back and i'm gonna lose it again because it's not hard to lose weight. It's hard to stay consistent, okay? For me, what was the hardest was losing 25 pounds after I came back from OTR and then losing 10 more and I was finally at a healthy BMI. I'm nowhere near a healthy BMI. However, I didn't know that for the longest time because I had a scale that was incorrect. The problem being is, again, that scale that I had was marking off like 20 pounds so i'm really far off this is a new fitness journey i guess and i'll let you guys know how that goes i guess for me this week is the week of experimentation you see my cardio stopped so i i've restarted this diet where i gotta go one mile a day today's day one i have already failed <laughs> because i started it at 10 o'clock at night in fact this recording is going to come out and then immediately be uploaded. I'm actually hurrying to finish because my girlfriend's on her way. We're going to go get some food. And I am so bad at dieting. 
<laughs> oh man, I don't care. I love I love spending time with her. I don't even care. I'm again all the way. She'll still love me. That's the important thing. I still have this prop that I have for the um, this video I was gonna make. Not gonna happen, unfortunately, because um I'm way past the mark. I was gonna make it for my 26th birthday. That was months ago. I'm not gonna do that. I'll save it for when I'm 27, which Make this, let this be a lesson to you. Plan ahead, because you will be surprised how fast things just zoom past you. Especially when you're working a lot. Even when you're not working, it's just, everything can't be done in one day. You know what I mean? Uh, lucky for me, I recorded the video of us in Morro Bay in two days, and edited it in two days. So it's gonna, it's up, it's gonna be up in a, oh my god, that was awful, in a few hours. A few hours from you hearing this. In fact, it should be up by the time you hear it. If not, you're probably really invested in the podcast, which thank you, by the way. Also, our viewership has gone up significantly. 12,000 downloads and rising. It's almost at 12,500 now. Wow. that's a <laughs> Thank you guys so much. And we still have the email open. I've been checking the spam just in case. I did notice some spam emails or the, the filter for the spam. It did get some of your guys' emails, and I apologize for that. I'm going to respond as soon as I can, but keep sending in those emails. I'm still doing um, episode requests. Uh, I did Nick's, and I did uh, somebody else's for Uncontacted Tribes. I need your guys' help too, okay? On DMs on Instagram, on Twitter, over email, everything counts. Send in your request. What episodes do you want to hear? Because I'm an open book. I'll do an episode about anything. As long as it doesn't break the the sacred rules, which a lot of you have been getting close to there. Like some of you asking, what's my political side? I, I'm neutral, okay? I'm enlightened centrist. That's what I am. I don't like talking about either left or right, okay? Because I just don't agree with the current political climate. Nor do I like talking about it. And that being said, you know, it is fair for you guys to know about that. I don't care too much for left or right. I like to be my own guy, you know? I like to live off the grid. Which is really hard to do when you run a podcast. Also, recently, there have been two stickers. There have been stickers from our Morro Bay trip that I was happy to put in certain places. One of them is in the Taggin Wagon. If you guys don't know what that is, it's an amazing, it's an amazing dude, honestly. Um, let me pull up his Instagram right now, actually. The Taggin Wagon is what he was working out of, but the name of the business is off the wall custom creations look him up on instagram honestly i spoke to the guy great dude he is way more knowledgeable about spray painting than i am here's the truth i bought the worst kinds of spray paint i bought stuff to spray paint a house with or or any furniture and this gentleman here actually told me what what kind to use you know what i mean because i didn't know i i even straight up said what kind have i used the wrong kind that's just it's it's plain and simple as that but Off The Wall Custom Creations got two meat wheat stickers on the inside of the, the tagging wagon. If you guys are ever near the tagging wagon, by all means, take a picture of it, send it to me. I absolutely love, you know, just being hidden in certain places. I'm just like, here I am and here I am. I love his van. If you guys ever see it in Morro Bay, buy stuff from him, support him, okay? I absolutely love the guy. He's a great dude. Having said that, I am very tired because I'm not gonna lie, I have these drinks here, some sleep. I haven't even been able to open the can. Here, listen, listen closely. 
I have the cans in my hand. I have four of them. I've never used this stuff. I didn't even know it was on the market. I will let you know if I survive. If and when. Next week, we'll give a thorough, thorough discussion about it. And on top of that, I'm going to do a lot of stuff, okay? You send in your suggestions. I'll, I'll read and do whatever. But I'm also going to do the some sleep challenge, which I'm quoting right now because it's an opposite. It's an anti-energy drink. And as you guys can clearly hear, I need to relax. Having said that, again, that's going to do it for this episode of the Meatweed Podcast. Please pray for me. There is a giant 10,000-year-old ancient lake forming just outside of my house. I hope it slows down because if it doesn't, I will be submerged in water and drown. I should not say that so positively. (laughs) All right. Seriously, though, next week, you guys send in your requests. I mean anything, okay? There are some of you who are going to say some horrible things. There are some of you who are going to say some batshit lunatic things, okay? And I hope so. The weirder, the better. And I'm going to see what goes on, okay? I can hear birds crawling in my ceiling. It is 10 p.m. What's going on here? Yeah, that's going to distract me. But yeah, not it's not as distracting as the amount of mosquitoes in the fucking room. Come on, man. <sighs> yeah, all these mosquitoes are starting to... It's starting to drive me stir crazy, okay? It's not fun to have mosquitoes all over your goddamn skin when you're trying to when you're trying to record a podcast and edit videos and do all kinds of shit okay it's not easy it's not fun i'll see you guys next week i need to relax because i'm i'm actually sweating wow i'm actually my ac is on why am i sweating you know what it is it's it's me swatting at all of these oh i got it no okay now i got it okay 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 got one all right Sorry about that weirdness at the end. See you guys next week.